Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Andrew Washburn. And I'm Jen Swift. And this is the Craft and Culture Podcast. Craft and Culture is a podcast dedicated to helping worship and production members refine their technical and musical craft and develop a thriving creative culture in their church and community. Each of us has a part to play. You and I both build the kingdom with our craft and our culture. Hey everyone, welcome to the Craft and Culture Podcast. Hey guys. How's it going today? It's going pretty well. <laughs> it's going pretty well. I'm a little stuffed up. I'm a little, my sinuses aren't super happy with me today, but other Full than that, I'm... disclosure, Andrew is making me crack up <laughs> right before he hit record. I wasn't ready. Well, mm-hmm. I am ready. She's ready now. She's ready for now. For today's conversation. Really a culture conversation for us to consider. We were talking about this. We've talked about this a lot, but there's a really interesting experience when you've been a part of a team for a long time or you've been a part of any kind of craft in your life, any kind of skill, anything like that. Maybe a part of any craft and culture. Oh, Snap, Andrew. Boom. Way to work in our podcast title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I have found is that I always think, like, let's take guitar, for example. I always think when I play guitar, and I've played guitar for like 15 years, that there I will hit a point where I've arrived and I don't have to learn anymore. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That is a lie. Yes, it is. It's not true. You never make it. <laughs> And on a worship team experience and a production team experience, I I sometimes have the same mindset. Like, well, at some point we're gonna hit a we're gonna hit a time where it's just set it and forget it. Like, and we're just cruising. And what I have found is there is no uh, way to set this thing to cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've felt that I've actually had that thought a little bit recently with some things that I've been working on here and. There is a stretch where you can go and there's like no issues. Sure. But there's always something you can do better, whether it be mixing or your camera shots. Like there's always something. So you, you've you never fully made it. Right. You want to try to not have a bunch of issues that are distracting, but you've never fully made it to where everything's perfect. So we want to have a culture conversation today yeah. around this idea that we are always in over our head. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Which I know, I mean, for me, I can only speak for myself. It That sounds at first, first time hearing that is like, oh boy, I'm always yeah. in over my head. But actually, I, I can, now that some time has passed and I've sat with this concept for longer, I can have a lot of peace in that statement yeah. that we're always yeah. in over our head. And so I want to talk about that today because the truth is when it comes to anything that we're putting our our heart and our skill and our mind to, when it comes to the calling of the Lord and building his kingdom, this statement is super true. We're always in over our head. Yes. He's always going to call us into things that are more than what we can accomplish on our own. And Mm -hmm. so there is a power to... And something to be said for when you can be in that experience and you're at peace about it, or you have a resilience about it, or you have perseverance about it, that's going to be really important for you, the listener, and for us in our worship and production spheres to really get a handle of that in our mind and in our heart. Yeah, and when you are around people, 
that handle this well and that have gone down this road of figuring this stuff out and they're able to you can see that 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 they're in over their head but they have such a piece about them and handle it so well and everything that's always so inspiring to me yeah and it's like i want to get there i'm not there i want to get there you know so uh yeah let's dive into it yeah let's try to get a little bit better at it as we have this conversation why don't we start there though as well with just owning it like, yeah. let's own this statement. We're always in over our heads. So how do we make this doable? Like, how do we enjoy this process? Um, and really, I I do just want to have that kind of a moment with you, wherever you are, listener. Like, y- you're going to be in over your head, and that's okay. Like, it's it's a blessing, and it also shows that the Lord trusts you, that he calls you to more than what you can handle. And he's going to give you what you need. We know what scripture says, his power is made perfect in weakness. He's put his treasure in these broken vessels that we are. And that's part of the beauty of all of this. That's part of the joy of all of this as well. So, Andrews, we talk about this concept kind of always in overhead. Like, what what helps you in that process? Yeah, I mean, that's a big question. I feel like my mind automatically goes to like different directions I can take that. I think one thing that's really helped me, and it's not something that I'm able to just keep in my mind all the time because we do have a lot that we're that I'm working on and you know we all do, you know, and so but but every so often I come back to this realization and I just I'm reminded, whether it be by the Holy Spirit or just somebody says something that sparks it, but like you might be in a season right now where you are really feeling this and you feel like you're drowning a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not, but if you're listening and you feel like that, what's helped me is the thought, like what an honor it is that God actually chose me for this season. Yeah. I must be the right person for the job. Come on. Yeah. So I've, I've shared that with our teams before and whatever. And that, that's something I come back to every once in a while. Like, okay, I'm supposed to be here. It's okay. I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I have all the answers. Like, I I don't know where else to go right now. But God, you put me here. You could have put anybody else in the whole world here. You put me here for this season and in this church for this time in the middle of COVID, you know, whatever. And that's for a reason. That's not for nothing. So that's one thing that's really helped me just coming back to. Yeah, that's great. I think some of the best advice that I've heard and read and listened to is to make, find a way to enjoy the process. Yeah, you have to. Because we're constantly in this process of never really enough, always getting better. A more, Mm -hmm. you know, positive way to say it is like, we're always growing. Yeah. We're always taking on more, which means we're always taking more ground, which is really awesome. Um, it's just new challenges at each level. So in finding ways to enjoy the process of learning, for one, we're always learning, we're always growing, but learning to love and enjoy learning yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a really big deal. Yeah, and it can be really hard. But one thing that really helps is if you're able to learn something and then you implement it and it works. Yes. It spurs you on, you know. Yeah. Um, so if you can find those little wins you'll encourage yourself to keep going. Yeah. One of the ways that I've learned to enjoy the process is to 
be with people and like enjoy the time and space with people. It's a lot, it's a lot less enjoyable to tackle whatever new level the Lord calls us into when we're doing it by ourselves. Oh yeah. At least when we're doing it by ourselves for very long. Cause there are times as leaders, which we've also talked about this as shepherds, like we go first and as leaders we go first. Yeah, of course. But yeah. if, if we stay there too long, or if I stay there too long, it's not very enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. And I have, I've had to experiment with ways like I've had to experiment a ton with how to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to, I never listened to podcasts until like maybe five years ago. And I just started to, cause I was desperate to like find how to enjoy that space. And now I love listening to podcasts and like yeah, I'm recording one right now. Some great ones. Check yeah. Here we are. I used to hate reading. Now I love it <laughs> because I yeah. have found more specifically, I really love reading books that make me feel like an artist. Mm-hmm. or help me with creative process or help me understand myself better or that kind of thing. Um, and then I think, yeah, like I said before, having time with people, even to just sit down and talk about what, what's working, what's not working, how do we make this more fun? I mean, even those conversations. Uh, yeah. Let's, I mean, so many times, this used to be a really popular quote that like life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yeah. Which feels cheesy even when I say it, but still true. It's so true. And then I've I've heard even more recently, it's not about the journey, it's about the people <laughs> along the way. Yeah. So that people make it enjoyable. And then experimenting and finding some ways. Like for me, I really enjoy reading. I really enjoy like lighting a candle and putting the services together. I mean, like, I don't know, or yeah. thinking through whatever problem, like having some creative lights going in my office and all of that, even those little simple things actually make the whole process and experience a lot better. Yeah, and you also need to know yourself and how you work, what helps you, what hurts you. I know if I'm on my own, even just in just in one day, not even in a whole season, just in one day for too long, it puts me in a really weird mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to have people around me. So one of the things I've learned about myself is – if I'm in a just a one-on-one conversation with somebody and I'm able to have these conversations, like talking about the things we're working on and throwing out ideas, like what if we try this and whatever, that's one thing that I enjoy. So you just have to kind of learn yourself because um, from those conversations, I process things out loud naturally. So I'm able to actually think of really cool ideas sometimes yeah. because I'm just willing to have a conversation. So Yeah. So finding people to take along the journey with you that are going to make it more enjoyable, finding ways to love learning, whatever it is that you're, you're needing, whatever bridge it is that you're needing to cross. Like if you're in lights and you're not able to figure out the best way to navigate that, or there's a graphic design challenge, or there's a, how do we get our church to linger in worship? That's something that we're working on right now or how do we help other churches like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and equip them which is where this podcast came from yeah and dreaming and talking and it's something that we also enjoy that process so this was one of the things we chose whatever it is for you that is the next step you need to go the next level you need to go being able to love the learning of it Mm -hmm. so finding people finding ways to learn and then i think resting (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you have to rest. You have to. You can't go very long without so, it. So I'm the type of person, though, that I I don't want to stop until something is done. Yeah. Like, it, it, it might be that I walk away from it with my hands, but, like, my mind is still constantly yeah. thinking about whatever it is. Which means you're not actually resting. Which means you're not resting. <laughs> and so that this is, like, a really, really hard one for me. But finding a and building a rhythm of where you're going to get renewed and where you're going to get rest when it's not done. So, like, yeah. when you're in the middle yeah. of the process. And it's been the most helpful for me to, like, have a day and a time for me to like, no matter what, this is when I'm going to rest. And yeah. because it's become a discipline or whatever, and I mean discipline in the best of ways, like it's really freeing to have that Yeah. when my mind's still spinning, but I can fall into this rhythm that I already have. Um, that's so helpful. And then I have found too, when I do that, when I rest or when I Sabbath or take a break, that's actually when, that actually is when ideas come to me. Like, because, yeah, isn't that fun? Well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> because if I'm Sabbathing, I'm way more connected to the Lord. Like, I'm, I have slowed down to listen, and then I hear whatever it is he's trying to communicate, mm-hmm. or I come into contact with myself and not the project anymore, and as I do that, the answer emerges. Yeah, you give yourself some space. Yeah. We get so locked in on the thing. And it's not done. And it's, like, tense. Yeah. And it's like we're closing in and like our vision is getting really tunnel vision because we're so focused on it. You give yourself space. It's like when you have somebody say something to you and you think you don't think of the smart comeback until you walk <laughs> away. You gave yourself space for you a second. And then there's an actual, I actually saw this not too long ago. There's an actual scientific reason as to why we don't think of the thing until we leave. Mm. Our brains switch into like fight or flight mode. Yeah. And our brain isn't working the same until you walk away your brain relaxes a little bit and it has some space. And then you think of all these really great things you could have said back, you know? Come on, man. You just want a psychology thing. Does that mean I should do a sports one? Like, are we switching? Yeah, I would love that. (laughs) I don't have one. Right now, in the moment. I can't. I'm in fight or fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just need to give ourselves some space. We do. And it's actually like how we're wired naturally. I mean, Sabbath, when you, in particular, when you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders or... I don't know, you have to finish something. It it's probably a really good indication that you actually need that. Yeah, that's true. And it's Sabbath really hard and we we probably push that first. line way farther than we should, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah, we should know, recognize that sooner. <laughs> finding people, finding ways to love learning, finding ways to rest. Yeah. And finding that rhythm of rest. Mm-hmm. Christine Kane talks about this. Um, I think it was in a podcast. I heard it a long time ago. She talks about this always in over your head kind of a concept. She doesn't use those words, but she was talking about how she was youth pastoring or even before that, she felt like the Lord was calling her into this unknown thing that she hadn't done. And it was like more than what she felt like she could do. But then she stepped into it. And then the Lord called her to build an anti-trafficking. Yeah you know, organization. And she's like, I have no idea how to do that. But she steps into it. (laughs) Yeah. And then it was, um, I'm forgetting the name of it, but the women's Bible study. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's called. Repel. Repel, yes. And then it was this organization called Repel. And so she's talking about this, like, you've never arrived. The Lord will constantly call you into, like, up 
or into new things. And so what she was saying helped her was um, seeing the process as exciting. Like Mm. there's new things to discover. Yeah. Versus, ah, there's unknowns. Like what am I going to do in the unknown? It was like more of an adventurer spirit. And I really love that. Yeah, that's good. Not maybe natural for me all the time, but is also a really good thing for us to lean into. There's something, what if there's something really wonderful in this process? What if there's something really wonderful for us to discover about the Lord or about ourselves? Or what if there's something really wonderful for us to share with our community or with the world to lead them to the Lord or, or whatever? What if there's something really wonderful in this always in over our head way of life? Yeah. And I think, I think if I were to look back on my life, I think I could look and see that that's really what the Lord has done season by season. Mm -hmm. I I think I could really see, okay, I, I was, I, I had this big thing in front of me. I was able to kind of conquer that thing and I, I was able to give victory over that thing or I was able to figure that thing out or whatever it is. And then maybe there's like a little bit of a plateau because even, even mountains have some plateau spots, but then you take a couple steps on that plateau and then you start going up again. Totally. And I think the beautiful thing, like you're saying, enjoy the journey, you know, bring people along with you. What's amazing about every time you hit that challenge of, the next steep incline that you're going to start climbing up is like you said, the there's great things that come with those things. So part of it is even just remembering like, okay, there's another challenge, but I'm growing Mm -hmm. because the fact that I can even step into this means that I conquered the last thing. Like I'm growing. So, so special to see, look back and see how far I've come or, you know, yeah. And just knowing it's all progressing. To You're look back, back and see how far we've come. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier, I think, for us to see how far we... It's a lot easier for you and I, because we're leading, to see how far we have to go. Yeah. And that's good to keep in view. But it's also so great to look back and see how far we've come. So beautiful. Yeah. It's it's growth. So at least you're not going backwards. If you notice that you're you're running into the same challenge, and it's like a cycle, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But... Yeah, you conquer one thing and you're like, sweet, I, I can breathe just a little bit now. Just know one in an encouraging way, the most encouraging way I can say it, something else is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good because mm-hmm. that means you really are growing because you, you're not doing the same thing you were doing. And really this concept of always and over our head, it, it, it applies in so many areas of life. We're talking about it as part of our culture for worship and production. Yeah in our teams. It's just good for us to know and own and be excited to discover and and find ways to love the process and have people around. But it also this concept mirrors life with the Lord. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think of the disciples when they were with Jesus and he kind of like he just said one thing at a time. He didn't give a whole lot of instructions and they never knew what was around the corner for them. Yeah. And they were on the adventure of a lifetime. Yeah, and then went on to not only do the crazy things that they did with Jesus and see the crazy things, Healings, but then they went on to do and, yeah. so much and they changed the world. They totally turned the world upside down. Yeah. So this is a really important concept for us to grasp, Yeah, even just as disciples and followers of Jesus. Like this is kind of how we live. 
we don't really know it's around the corner, but we're just taking the next step and the next step. We yep. step into it. We own it. And I think it just helps us to own it and be excited about it and adopt this way of life of, you know, living our life. And especially in the context, you know, flipping back now to like worship and production, it just is really helpful. And it's helpful to work with a team, you know, as leaders, it's helpful to work with a team that is about that, that they're not just setting yeah, to, that's great. to cruise mode, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not just checking in and checking out, but they're also anticipating what's next and what's around the corner. Yeah. And I think, um, I think also on this, another aspect of this conversation is also when it comes to your dreams and your goals, when something feels like it's way over your head and you can never do it, then you know it's that's the God-sized dream that you should go after. That's a good point. Instead of, like, if you make the plan and you can you can accomplish everything in your own strength, you're not dreaming big enough. So, you know, I, I think that's also something that could encourage us to keep going because that's actually one of the best places to be in. And it's scary and it is overwhelming and it does feel like there's no way I can accomplish this. But then when you do, it's a story that you can tell the world. Yeah, totally. And on the flip side, like we're not saying, we are saying it's okay and it's good to be in over your head. We're not saying to intentionally stack up the burden of, you know, like (laughs) trying to, I don't know, make everything 100% better. What what we should be doing in this process is challenging ourselves. Taking up, mm-hmm. at least at the very least, taking ourselves up to the line of comfort and crossing it. I'm not saying go 100 yards past it, but at least take a step past it. Yeah. And then leave room for the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like to lead you and for God to also take up that room, you know, to, to go farther and get to the 100% of whatever. So yeah. we're not saying like load yourself up with burden, but we are saying, yeah, it's good to challenge and stretch. Yeah, and when you say yes to that, like you're saying leave space for God to stretch you and call you to even greater things or whatever. When you say yes to those things, you will never regret it. And you will, you will, and I can say with confidence, be able to look back and be in awe of what God did. You know, I've said it on here before. I think one of the first couple podcasts, we kind of told a little bit of our story. But the fact that I can even get on stage right now and lead people in worship is literally a miracle. And that was only because I said yes. And then God did a lot of things through a lot of different seasons to even get me to this point. Um, but I never would have done that if I didn't say yes, ever. Right. So friends, we're always in over our head and we're going to learn to love it. Let's enjoy it. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Let's have fun. It's an adventure. Especially when you're doing it with people that are all in over their heads as well. That's true. Let's have some fun together. Let's have fun. So find ways to love it. Find people to bring along. See it as an adventure. See it as exciting. And own it. It's going to be good. Thanks so much for listening today. We have one more thing for you, which is Song of the Week. Song of the Week. So our Song of the Week comes to us from a guy named Jimmy on our team. Hmm. He leads worship. He plays electric. He does band mic. He's played bass a couple times. Sounds like an interesting guy. He leads worship for the young adults group and on and on and on. Okay, his song choice this week for Song of the Week is Give Me Jesus by Upper Room. Yes, beautiful. Such a beautiful song. 
So make sure you give that a listen to today, and we will catch you next time on Crafting Future Podcast. Later, guys. Bye.